listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by the OT Gourmet Geek, David Green, OC Monster Man, and DD Donahue. and thanks for joining us on the 246th episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. On today's episode, we're doing something a little different. We're going to take a break from the wheel, oh terrors, and we're going to discuss analog horror. What is analog horror, you're likely asking yourself? Um, Carly, do you... (laughs) Uh, <laughs> what is analog horror to you? <sighs> Putting you on the spot. It's like, <laughs> you know, when before the internet and before you had all of like Netflix, etc. And there was the menu channel and it showed a lot of weird infomercials that didn't make yes. any sense. It's like uh-huh. that. That's a great description. <laughs> it is kind of like that. Or like, or it can be a little found footage Yeah. It can be a, a couple different things. But yeah, that's a good that's a good place to start it's for sure. Like that or like if you're staying in a hotel or a motel and you have it on the menu channel and yes. it's just like showing all this weird stuff to do in the area. Yeah. It's like weird menus, weather channels, um, um, documentaries um, from like an alternate universe. Yeah. But it's very reminiscent of like the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Yes. Very analog media style. And so it's it's structured very similarly to how those things existed, but with this added element of what the fuck's going on in the world? Why is this weird and kind of creepy? So this is like a, a different thing for us. I This is all TikTok's fault. Goddamn Amy and her TikTok. (laughs) I know. Uh, I was on TikTok and people were talking about analog horror. I love analog horror and showing clips from analog horror. And I was like, all right, what the fuck is analog horror? And I was like, okay, we're missing out. There's like a whole subsection of horror that we are not discussing on the show. Uh, It's not, I don't know that it's for us, period, in general. It's definitely kind of geared towards a younger generation, but I think it's worth talking about. It's prevalent in today's horror um, world. So let's, you know, devote an episode to it and then never talk about it again. Sounds great. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there's a reason why you've probably never heard of this before, but we'll talk about it. Um, I mean, I think it's just it's young people doing young horror things, but that kind of like leads us into where is horror going? What's going to happen when these young people start making legit horror films? This could be the direction we're headed. They really love aliens. They do really love aliens, for sure. <laughs> um, so, as a, I don't know if this really if this really pertains to this episode, but we do spoil things, so continue at your own risk. All of the short films that we are discussing today are available on YouTube. We did make a YouTube playlist so that you can follow along with our discussion, and the link for that playlist can be found in our show notes or our Twitter and Facebook pages. So if you are interested, you can go either search your own analog horrors or 
you know, check out that playlist. Yeah. I mean, if something we're talking about sounds like something that you would like to watch, you can find it on our playlist. Or maybe you want to just watch the playlist and then listen to this so you know exactly what we're talking about. I'm not sure how this conversation is going to go. We've never, we haven't really done anything like this in a long time. We did a YouTube horror episode a long time ago. I think it was like one of our like 30, 35th episode or something like that. 36. Yeah, we did something some fun like that. shorts, I think. Like, yeah, like when we first started, we did one. So um, we don't do this very often, but it's kind of fun to switch it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but before we jump into that discussion, let's get started with a segment that we like to call Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Dash Cam with another June 3rd <laughs> Release date. The third week in a row with a June 3rd release date. They're, the universe is trying to tell us something, Carly. They're just Carly. cramming all the movies into that day. What the fuck is going on with June 3rd? I don't know, man. It's We're going to have the pick of the litter at that, at that movie theater when we go to the movies together. I know. Oh, it's directed by Rob Savage, who did Host, uh, the newest one, not the old Korean film, the the one that took place during quarantine. Uh, and it's also written by Rob Savage, uh, Gemma Hurley, and Jed Shepard. Uh, they also worked on Host. The IMDb summary is two friends on a horror-fueled road trip and live stream. Uh, wait, that's, that's not structured correctly. <laughs> no, it's really not. IMDb, okay. go figure. Two friends on a horror-filled road trip live stream the most terrifying night of their lives. There's an and in there. It doesn't belong there. So I just removed it. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's like two friends are on a horror-fueled road trip. and They either forgot a the word most... or have an extra word. Yeah. <laughs> One of the two. One of the two. <laughs> you get the gist. Yeah. So I think this looks great. I do, too. And I um, my when I booted up my computer, it was having some issues. So I had to watch it on my phone. And there was so much going on that I couldn't really decipher all of the things, um, sure. but there was enough going on that I was like, I want to know what's happening because this looks crazy. Do you think it would be, do you think it's possible in the future that because of phones that our TVs will be like portrait instead of landscape or there'll be a, or there'll be like a means where we rotate our screens? No, to like, be, because I hope that most people... I mean, I rotated, so I still got the widescreen aspect. Right. No, I mean, but I, I mean, I don't to want say that. with like found <laughs> footage and things, I, I don't either, but I just wonder if it's possible. I know that like in cars now, they're started making screens that you can kind of flip to be um, portrait instead of landscape. So you can see your phone like the way it is on your phone, um, which I thought was kind of interesting. So I wonder if that's a thing that might happen eventually. But um kind of out of kind that's of curious. out of the realm of what we're talking about. But I really like the direction that Rob Savage and his uh team of of writers is bringing um a modern day found footage film. Yeah. Um it looks fun, it looks exciting. I love how realistic it feels. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always been a huge fan of the found footage horror, uh, sub-genre, sub-genre. Um, so I'm down. I'm down for this. Same. And I trust them because Host was great and just fucking right on time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it reminded me a lot of Spree. I've never watched Spree. 
but that's also like a dash cam kind of okay footage thing. I think we added it to the wheel. I think it's on Hulu, oh, nice. but it's with um, Joe Keery from Stranger Things, but he's like nice. an Uber driver that like murders oh, people. Smart. <laughs> Smart, a smart idea for a movie. Yeah, yeah. So um, this kind of reminded me of that. And I think when I was first watching it, I thought that she was like a rideshare driver. But then when I read the IMDb summary, I realized that they were like on a road trip or something. It so. felt like she was. Right? That's. I thought that like the stranger that got into her car was like, we need to run errands for me. But like, maybe that's her friend. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, we'll I'm find in. out. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's live stream our trip and and see what horror-filled things occur. Yeah. Or just, you know, what kind of Were there zombies? Snacks? I don't know. Possibly zombies. May, we'll have to, you'll have to wait and see on, on June 3rd. June 3rd. Yep. It's not when Lorelai's getting married, nope. Carly. She nope. does not get married on June 3rd. Not on June 3rd. Fucking Luke. Fucking Luke. Fucking Luke. Fucking Luke in April. I swear to God. Every time. Anyway. Gilmore Girls. (laughs) I'm just going to say Gilmore Girls in case people don't know what the fuck we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to kick off uh, really quick and just say I made a playlist. I did research, uh, albeit somewhat limited. Um, There is a ton of options out there. Obviously, watching all of them is unrealistic for an episode. So I picked a few that seemed popular and like one or two that are maybe less popular, um, but kind of have some heat behind them, just to kind of get a variety of, of what's out there when it comes to quote unquote analog horror, what that you know, encapsulates and what, uh, you know, what's available. But there are lots of things. So if you want to go down the rabbit hole on YouTube of Analog Horror, it's there uh, for sure. Lots of things for you to watch. Some of it great. Uh, some of it, you know, not so great as with anything. Um, I will say there's a really large um, variety of creators in this subgenre, which is kind of interesting. Um, so we're going to kick it off with Local 58, who that was created by Chris Straub, who worked on Channel Zero. He's an adult. <laughs> Not all of the analog horror that we're going to be discussing is created by adults. A lot of it's created by teenagers um, or young adults. Um, so he did Channel Zero, um, and he wrote uh, for the season of Candle Cove, which is one of my favorites. I love Channel Zero. Um, and I thought Candle Cove was pretty awesome. That teeth guy. Yeah, like- it's so scary. I actually have never watched Channel Zero, but it's been on my, like, I want to watch it list You didn't watch Candle Cove? No. Oh, really? Oh, but, you should. But I know the teeth monster because he gave me nightmares even without yeah, having terrifying. to watch it. <laughs> Um, yeah channel zero i think you can kind of see glimpses of channel zero mm -hmm. in local 58 um but it's very different so local 58 tv is a channel you can just search for it um we just we're actually watched or i watched i don't know if you watched all of them carly but i think you watched most of them um there's currently six videos with a couple like in between little short shorter videos that are like a minute longer or less um so i watched all six um so here's this channel created by Chris Straub. Uh, Chris Straub, the, the channel itself is 150, I'm sorry, 118,000 uh, subscribers. So fairly popular. Um, 
And so, yeah, let's let's dig into it. I'm going to grab my notes because I forgot to do that. They're right in front of me. I just need to flip this pages. This one had, like, my favorite For our one, analog it, episode, I'm going very analog with my... Oh, the cartoon one is great. So here, let me pull That was up. my favorite. Okay. That was your favorite? I think that might be mm-hmm. one of my... I really liked... I liked con- Contingency, um, which was like hijackers over the the site. Um, but I don't know if you watched that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Contingency, uh, but I did like the cartoon one a lot. There were some that I was like kind of lost in. <laughs> yeah, I think the cartoon one was definitely the first one that really grabbed my attention. Sure. Because I was like, oh, this is different. Yeah. You know, and I really liked they brought in like the moon and just the animation style was really cool. A lot of yeah. the other ones I kind of was like, okay, how much further is this going? <laughs> how much longer is this going on? Yeah, it's interesting because all these types, there's another channel that's very similar to Local 58 that we'll be talking about um, a little later on in this episode. Um where they did very similar things, but differently enough that I think it feels very separate. Like, I can eagle- easily distinguish between the two, um, even though they're doing very similar things. Um, but let's kind of rewind and, and and talk about each one, if you don't mind, yeah. or we can try yeah. to do that. And then we can talk a little bit about what we liked and didn't like about it. Um so, like I said, there's nine videos total, um, ranging from four years ago to six months ago. So these are not coming out super regularly. Um, I think there was like the first three episodes came out and then they had the last three episodes come out fairly recently. Um, so the first video is called Weather Service. Um, and this one is literally just like an old school 80s, 90s weather channel. You know, where they just have the music playing, they have the scrolling bar on the bottom, Mm -hmm. and they're, like, kind of showing you um, stuff that's going on. And they say, like, (laughs) what is it? Like, don't look at the moon. Like, don't go outside. Don't look at the moon. But then it, like, changes. Like, just kidding. You should go outside and look at the moon. So it's, like, it looks like it's being manipulated as it's going. Yes. It's like, yeah, it. <laughs> it's kind of like you have to be paying attention to what's going on. You like you do. have to be looking at it, and and so it's not it's not scary. It's just a little bit creepy. I, I mean, was I just think. so bored. This is just not my cup of tea. Oh, um, it's boring. It is boring. It's but I, they're like why three minutes would long. I watch this ever. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was looking forward to the YouTube commercials for the first time in my oh, life. No. <laughs> I was like, oh, look, a story in 30 seconds or less. Um, but I mean, they're well done. Like, they yes. look legit. It's just like, I don't understand. To me, this would have like, you know, in Clockwork Orange, where like Alex is made to watch all this brutal stuff to make him not yeah. a murderer. I feel like this would have the opposite effect on you. <laughs> You know, <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah, it's it's not for someone who is looking for action um, or even really like full on entertainment. Like it's not creepy. It's just kind of like, I don't know, as someone who watches a lot of horror, it's it's not that scary. It's kind of just like 
kind of interesting to watch, but not my favorite. Not my favorite, but it, it does have a little bit of creepiness. It does have like, oh, are you afraid to look at the moon? Let's look together. Like it, you can just see it's it's the beginning of a story, really. All these videos kind of add up to tell a story. So this is kind of the beginning of the story. Something has obviously arrived to Earth and wants you to look at the moon to, I don't know, hypnotize you maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't but know. it's the, the video, the, the people running this weather service are telling you don't look at it. And then something's manipulating the text telling you to look at it. Yes. So, yeah, that's the creep factor. But otherwise, really nothing creepy Cre- at all happening here. Facts. Yes. Okay. So we have that. Then we have uh, a video called Contingency. Uh, and this is when we have aliens have hijacked our television sets. Yes. And are telling us that America has lost a war of some kind. Yes. Uh, and even though maybe we did, we know we were in a war. I don't know what year this is. I think I don't it's think the message it was from President Lyndon B. Johnson. Was it Lyndon Johnson? I believe I'm so. Seventies. Okay. So we have that, and then it's like, hey, um, we lost the war. It's your patriotic duty for this to just be over. So. That was that, um, which is, um, you know, basically given, let this be over. And um, then it was like, just kidding. Um, That was a hoax. Whatever just happened, that was a hoax. That wasn't real, Um, which was. It was an accidental broadcasting, which coincidentally was weird because I don't know if you had this in San Diego, but here in L.A., we had like an accidental text message warning go out yesterday to everybody telling everybody to like evacuate it was really weird whoa yeah that's creepy so it was like yeah that's what i thought did that make this creepier no because i was just like they were like oops that was an accident and i was like what a (laughs) fucking joke you know what i mean fuck (laughs) (laughs) can you not have accidents that make me shit myself thanks I was Thanks like, a lot. what's going on? <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Happening? I feel like something like that happens like every once in a while. I know. And it's, it's like, like mm, we're all going to die. Just kidding. We're fine. Yeah. It's like, can you maybe not make it less of like a huge disaster? Possibly, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, how about, hey, ha- this uh, is a all test. the magical butterflies <laughs> have magically appeared on Earth and yeah. they're going to bring us happiness. Exactly. And feed us cakes. Why? But no, it's always like, Evacuate you know, immediately. Yes. Okay. Death is death. Death door is knocking. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so that one, I mean, I thought that one was kind of like I don't know, interesting. I guess I, I think I like that one probably the most, next to the cartoon one, which we didn't get to yet. I would say interesting is definitely and well done, well crafted. Yes. Um. Because sure. almost, do you remember? Like, I know I wasn't like I was super young in the eighties, um, so I don't remember the eighties TV very well. But I do remember Poltergeist very well. So I know that at the end of the evening, they just play the national anthem, and mm-hmm. then it goes to snow. So it had that whole setup where it's like the national anthem. Oh, and here's a letter from our president. Oh, and we failed a war. Oh, and now we have to die. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. Just kidding. It's a hoax. Oops. Hopefully that didn't happen. RB. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving on to the next one. Uh, before, actually, there's a little short before the next one. I think it's called A Look Back. 
It might be, oh no, it's after the next one. Sorry, I'm getting confused. The next one is called You Are On The Fastest Available Route, which feels out of place here, right? Yeah, I I expected, because this is the dash cam one, right? Yes. So I was expecting, I was like, oh, where are we going? Like, what's happening? Are we getting a story now? Yeah, so basically what happens is it's like whatever news or whatever next up. And then it said, oh, it said paid programming because it had the menu. Here's what's next on TV. And it said paid programming. And then it deleted it. But before it finished deleting paid programming, something happens. Something comes up on the screen. So we're we're led to believe that someone hijacked the station again. And we're getting this vision of someone driving... In 2014. Yeah. With their cam on and they have, they're getting GPS instructions. Yeah. And it's like kind of boring. It's at night. All right. They're like leaving a city, obviously driving in the woods. And then it's kind of fun because it's like, "Mm, turn around, do a U-turn. Okay. You know, we've all been there. We missed a turn. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Turn down this dirt road into the woods. Okay. Um, continue driving past the do not enter signs. You're like, <laughs> I, I really liked that one. I thought that was fun. I was like, that's a fun idea. You know, your GPS is... Uh, and like turn is, off the headlights, right? Yeah, turn off your headlights. And then it's like your destination's right behind you. Your destination's in front of you. Your destination's right behind you. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm starting to think, okay, the destination is an alien and it's trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that one was kind of fun, although I think it felt out of place. It did, especially with the first two that we had. Yeah, because we're like in the 80s mm-hmm. and then suddenly we're in 2014. And we're jumping like forward a, a creepypasta lot. alien. Yeah. <laughs> but I think a lot of these are kind of based off of creepypasta. 100% they are. Yeah. Like the last yeah. one we'll talk about, especially. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so next up is the one you like, um, is Show for Children, called A Grave Mistake. So it has a little entrance, now it's time for our children's programming, and then we have this cartoon, it looks like an old school, like black and white Mickey Mouse cartoon, kind of. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, A Grave Mistake, and our little, like, cadaver, what's his name? Like, Captain Cadaver. Yeah, I literally think it's Cadaver. <laughs> and he's the cutest little cadaver of all time. He is. You know, whistling and dancing and walking through do, 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 the graveyard. Do. Yep. And every time he walks through an empty grave, he like looks into it and it starts to get like creepier and creepier as he looks into it. Um and then it kind of ends and you realize he was the dead body all along. Mm-hmm. And there's, yeah, there's, like, this creepy moon, and, like, the moon is happy at first, and then it gets creepier and creepier as it goes along. That one, I agree. It is by far the best one. It's so cool. I could really get into, like, the old school cartoons made creepy. Same. Um, Because there's always been something a little creepy about them. There's, like, a Mick- an old-school Mickey Mouse-looking cartoon that's big on TikTok right now that's got, like, a creepy man following Mickey Mouse. Oh. If, I, if it comes up on my For You page, Share again, I'll forward me. it to you. Yeah. yeah. So that was but the best one, in my opinion. Period, or just in this Local 58 world? Mm. It's my favorite period. It's your favorite period. Wow, that's a big... That's, a, that's saying a lot. It was the most enjoyable for me to watch. 
I think there is there is a place for a lot of that. Yeah. A lot of creepy cartoon. Like if old that school was cartoon. what analog horror was, I'd be like, hell yeah. Like, but that I'm could be. It. You know what I mean? That could yeah. easily be someone could just start a channel and that's all they do. I'd be very Easy. I'd watch it. Yeah. It's good. It really yeah. is good. Yeah. It and was it really could well be done. even better for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so that was the, a show for children. Carly's faves. My fave. It was like the perfect amount of time. It was just, it was really well done, I think. Yeah. And I would say none of these are longer than four minutes, four to five minutes. These ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Real Sleep was the next one on here. Um, This is when the aliens are telling us not to dream, basically. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it's kind of like an infomercial or like old school documentary kind of thing or i don't know what you would even call those it's just like a learning channel kind of thing from the 80s (laughs) like a video you'd have to watch in school or something yeah and it's like in health class yeah yeah and it's it's basically like a really bad powerpoint yeah (laughs) it's not there's not a lot going on there's you know sleepy music and um images and words that pop up and that's it. Um, and that's what a lot of these videos are, to be honest. Um, and this one's specifically saying, you know, sleep is for the or dreams are for the weak. You need to sleep, but um, dreams are, you know, not good for you. Period. Um, I don't. It was kind of boring. I didn't really get the point of it. <laughs> it was boring. And then, like, I know that like this the facial distortion thing is like a thing in these. And it's just like there wasn't even facial distortion. I in thought that, that one. there was. Oh, was there? Maybe. It's possible. I didn't write a note, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was because then it, it like I feel like it kept on repeating like there are no faces or something like that. At, right after. No, that's in. I think that's in. Oh, maybe. Oh, you might be right. You might be right. I just remember being like, "That's really fucking weird," and I don't yeah. like it. I, they start to bleed in together. One hundred percent, guys. Yeah. I literally was watching uh, some in a from a. We'll get there. Never mind. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then we're watching. Uh, the next one's called Sky Watching, yeah. and that is the last one in the series. And that's when um, we're basically just looking into the night sky. Um, at constellations. We're looking at all the different constellations. The, the camera will zoom into a constellation, tell you what it is. And then it zooms into the moon and it's like his throne. Okay. <laughs> his throne. And then they zoom in to the moon and you can like see an arrow pointing down. And then a person comes out from behind the camera and like kinds of kind of puts his hands up. And then it's it. That's it. That's the end of it. So, you know, that's I it. Wanted this one, I wanted that one to be better. I feel like... Because I was excited. I was like, oh, yeah, we've got a Ryan spell. We have, we have uh, the... What I can't remember what the second thing was. No, I don't remember what the other one was either. But I was like, oh, I love constellations. And then I was like, yeah. okay, what's happening? Like, yeah. what are where, what are we doing? I feel like Local 58 TV is, like, a good idea, but it doesn't go there. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't do enough. Mm-hmm. Contingency almost does enough. A show for children is completely out of place, but wonderful. Yes. Um, so there's, like, some good ideas here. I just, like, I don't get the cr- 
creep factor enough mm-hmm. to like recommend it to anybody totally really. i think it does give you a good idea of what analog horror is um but it's not i wouldn't say it's the best um one to watch although it is a very popular one it's on a lot of recommended sites um so there it is uh recommended for kids i would highly recommend like if you have a kid who's like not super into horror like it might be kind i don't know i don't really know (laughs) i don't know who this is for (laughs) but i feel like this is big with teenagers um so there's that it's just so weird that like i don't have the attention span for this but like younger people do (laughs) like i think younger people don't have your um tolerance level for horror so some of these things that we're viewing as okay i guess that's kind of creepy are feeling like super creepy i mean if you think back i know you've always had like a very high tolerance for this kind of thing but like i haven't always had the tolerance i have today this Mm -hmm. is actually something we were talking about earlier um is that I started off afraid of Hocus Pocus. You know, when I was like eight or nine years old, I was terrified. Like, I was afraid of, like, the stupidest things as a kid. I'd run out of the room um, if the Hocus Pocus commercial came on TV. Because it terrified... The music, it alone terrified me, and I could not stand... Like, Bette Midler's buck teeth, like, scared me (laughs) as a kid. Which is ridiculous to me now. I love you. But kids are kids are afraid of weird fucking things sometimes, and so (laughs) this is pro. You know, this is enough for some people. This can be very creepy to some people, and because it has that element of realness, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past kids to trick each other into thinking this was real back in the day. That this actually happened. Um. So I think that's where that's coming from, that element of realness and these like underdeveloped minds not knowing how to deal with fear. I think that those two things coming together can really create something scary. I can understand Um, that for some of these, but some of others are just like... Why am I watching this? Like, that's how I felt about, like, the, not this one that we're talking about, but the Eventide Media Center videos. Yeah, we watched a lot of Eventide, and I'm not sure I should have added all of them. (laughs) Well, I didn't watch all of them, because that's the one that took me on a a journey, so. Yeah. We'll we'll get there. Let's talk about Blue Channel first. Do you want to intro that one? Sure. So, uh, Blue Channel Thalassin. Um, created by Gooseworks. He is an adult. She? Um, she is an adult. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Pardon me. Gooseworks. <laughs> um, it, the series length is three videos ranging from three years ago to one year ago. And we watched uh, the Thalassin video. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a female creator about Gooseworks and of music and cartoons. And there are a lot of things available on her YouTube page, um, Beyond Blue Channel. She has 452,000 subscribers. Yeah. She has a lot of subscribers and a lot of her stuff is actual cartoon work she does. And I think they're kind of morbid cartoons. I didn't get super into, like I didn't go down the rabbit hole of mm-hmm. her site, but she does have like a subsection of videos called Blue Work, Blue Channel, sorry, Blue Channel. 
And like one of them, I think, is just like honestly a blue channel. Like the old school, yeah. your channel's just blue. Not a lot happening. And this was meant to just be a funny kind of like cartoon um, commercial she did for her blue channel. But I think it's 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 a little bit creepy. It's very popular and worth talking about. So that we're really just talking about the one. And really what this is, is, I think this is a good example of what is popular in analog horror, which is face distortions. Um, face distortions are very popular. And really, it's just images of people in black and white. And then they, you know, Photoshop them to look weird. Yeah. And that's like a big part of what it seems is scary about these things. I think it's kind of ridiculous personally as an adult human who watches a lot of horror movies, but like I could understand as a kid, it's pretty scary. Yeah. I, it reminded me of, um, and not necessarily in this one because this one's like drawings, but I was still kind of like, whatever. But, um, in some of the other videos, it reminded me of, um, how I felt watching the end of the ring when we finally get to yes. see like what happens. And I was like, oh, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Like it just, there is a so little ring in it. Yeah. I was just thinking that like, especially like when she opens up the closet door and yeah. her niece's face is all like crazy and distorted. Yeah. I thought that was terrifying when I first watched the ring. So, so not <laughs> that one. It. It's like, I think it's the end when it happens to the, to the guy. Oh, the pictures. Oh, okay. Okay. It yeah, looked fair. for some reason, like. I don't know if the camera lingered too much. When you get a glimpse of it, it's freaky because you're like, what did I just see? But when yeah. you see it for too long, you're like, that's stupid. Yeah. And that's kind and of that's how And that's kind I of feel. what happens. It lingers. Yeah. And I'm like, this isn't scary. Yeah. Um, but this one, I think, is kind of like making fun of that a little bit. Mm-hmm. That We have this thalassin is a drug in the, f- in the, I don't know, in this alternate universe where you can take it to regulate your emotions. So if you aren't feeling emotions um you can take these pills to experience emotions again um and you can have happiness and sadness and anger and there's pills for every emotion um that you can take to start having emotions again um which i think is a very interesting concept and then added on to that now we have thalassin plus where you can experience a new palette of emotions that haven't existed in nature before so that's this is where it gets kind of weird and creepy is that we have images of all these different emotions that are not actual human emotions <laughs> And I'm like, where did, what is this person? Ta- this person is doing mushrooms on a regular yeah. basis. <laughs> my favorite was doorlessness. Doorlessness is by far my favorite. <laughs> um, I'm also a fan of Harfam and Lonic. Don't know what those are. Um, I think Blue, Chan- Blue Channel Thousand, I would, I would recommend to people. It's like two minutes long and I think it's funny and a little bit creepy, but mostly funny. Um, and yeah. I would recommend that one. I enjoy I enjoy this one. I wish there was more of them, to be honest. Yeah, this one was fun. And She's obviously very creative. And, and she was like, um, how can I work my art into this, like, weird thing? It was creative. Yes. It was really creative. Yes. And yeah, this isn't even, like, her main thing she does. This is just, like, something she did for fun. And I appreciate that a lot. <laughs> and it's really the only female uh, creator I found... I, there, I'm sure there's others, but this is the only female creator I found that's doing this subgenre right now. So, thanks, Gooseworks. Okay, moving on. <laughs> um, next, we did Eventide, and I might have gone overboard with Eventide. <laughs> <Just> a <laughs> lot of Eventide. Um, 
because all of the episodes are like three minutes long. I'm like, we can do 10 videos that are three minutes long. Um, but I didn't know how um, long it would take to yeah. do it. <laughs> and they're all very repetitive. Looking at the list, yeah. I actually think I made it pretty far. Okay. Um, but then I stopped last night and I started again this morning. And when I hit, I think I was on computer graphics. Mm-hmm. Um after that video was finished, it took me to a different analog horror playlist that I then okay. watched for a further 20 minutes because I didn't oh. know the difference because <laughs> they all looked the same. And then I Do was Do you like, know what that one was called no, that you watched? No. Okay. I can look, but I was like, am I done almost? And <laughs> well, then, let me intro this one yeah. and then we can kind of go through it and um, you can let us know what I can, you watch. It sounds good. <laughs> Um, this one was created by Aiden Chick, who also created another analog horror channel, um, which is called Channel Zero, also known as the Tempest Universe. Um, and they also, which is um, where Analog Archives is, um, Analog Archives is part of Channel 7, um, or part of the Tempest Universe. I didn't get super deep into Analog Archives, but it's also very popular. So if you do like Eventide Media Center, uh, go check that out. Um, there's a total of 10 videos. Um, ranging from two years ago to six months ago. So um, still seems like there's fairly new material coming out um, if this is something that interests you. Uh, Eventide does not have that as many as subscribers. It only has 17.3 thousand subscribers. Um, so I think that, um, you know, Channel 7, I think, is a little more popular. Um, but I thought it might be fun to do something that's newer, um, up-and-coming kind of thing. Um, but yeah, this is very similar to Local 58. I think it does go a little further than Local 58 does. Uh, I don't know if it does it as successfully, um, but it does push the limits a little bit mm-hmm. um, in terms of what it shows. It'll show a monster. It'll show a thing. Does it do it successfully? I mean, I don't know. I don't know a lot about Aiden, Aiden Check. I don't know their age or anything. Um, I would imagine because of how much they're creating, they're a little bit older. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. Um, but it is a lot. There's a lot of stuff to watch if you're interested. Um, so Carly, do you know where you, because you kind of went down the rabbit hole. You started watching the Event Tide playlist, and then you ended up somehow on another playlist, which sometimes happens. Yeah. Um. I, I don't, I feel like maybe I made it, to computer graphics. Okay. So you made um, seven seven videos in. Yeah. At last night I was like, this is too much. I'm going to bed. That's and fair. And so I stopped. This one um, is, I thought this one was the hardest to get through. And yeah. I was like, I don't know if we needed to watch all of these. No. Um, so we can kind of just touch upon them really quickly. Um, the first one is Unusual Architecture, which is... Impossible shapes, uh, Penrose shapes. I don't know if you're familiar with Penrose shapes, but they're just like, you know, those, you know, those posters where there's stairs that go down and up, you know, they're kind of like mind bending kind of art. You know, that's kind of what this is encapsulating. It's unusual, unusual architecture. And if you create, it's teaching you how to create shapes that can't exist in nature. And I think basically it's like, if you create this shape, you're opening up a portal to something else. It's like world a warning. It's like, don't do this, right? It says, don't do this, but then it teaches you how to do it. Yeah. 
<laughs> so because knowledge, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it like fuzzes in and out, you know, when it gets to the important part on how you would do it, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um, it's not that exciting. There's nothing scary happening here. Unusual architecture. Okay, the next thing is ocean view forecast. This one I liked a lot, but it kind of loses me. <laughs> I feel like a lot of these, like, I think the idea is really good. It just doesn't work for me in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one I like a lot because it's like, oh, Misty Point. It's a new, it's a weather forecast similar to we had with Local 58 um, with the scrolling feature and imagery and kind of like, here's the weather for this day. And then the little scroller on the bottom is like, hey, check out Misty Point has midnight tours that they're doing of the graveyard and you're like okay that's weird <laughs> i i mean sign me up i would love to go on a midnight tour of a graveyard yeah, same let's go to Mis- but, misty point Ma- yeah and it's called misty right? point yeah it's in massachusetts it's right on the ocean let's do it sign me up um and then we find out misty point has this famous lighthouse and this lighthouse um you know suddenly we're getting thunderstorms and fog and then we're like hey remain indoors um evacuate uh do not look in reflective surfaces in fact cover your reflective surfaces in duct tape which i thought was interesting um and then there's a laser beam of light coming out of the lighthouse and a monster coming out from the waters so and that's the end of the forecast (laughs) (laughs) But at the end, there's, like, this weird image of the lighthouse with, like, cobwebs on it or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's the one that reminded me of, like, being in a hotel and, like, having it just play things in the area. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, the end of it was a little, it goes too far digitally, yeah. I think. Yeah. It shows, it tries to show more, but in doing that, it kind of undoes the fear factor a little bit. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, because it's kind of cool. But I don't think there's enough to make it look as creepy as it needs to look for me sure. personally to think it's scary. It's kind of a fun idea, though. I thought that one was kind of a fun idea. Hey, you're watching the news. There's this happy music. By the way, there's a monster coming out of the sea. Watch <laughs> cover out. Your, cover your mirrors with duct tape. Yeah. <laughs> um, as you do. Then we had nuclear safety, uh, which was... Uh, I boring. It was so boring. (laughs) It was basically just like a safety guide of like how to protect your home in the event of a nuclear war. (laughs) Yeah, but then it basically said there's no way to protect yourself from a nuclear war. Exactly. And I think that it was really talking about an eminent alien invasion. I don't think it was actually talking about nuclear Nuclear war. war. Yeah. Yeah. So there was that one. And then we had Deep Night. Um... This one I thought was kind of fun. This is the one where we had like videos of different parks in the area mm-hmm. at nighttime. It's like 3 a.m. And they're showing the different parks. And all of these parks have holes. Like, why do they have so many holes? And then there's more holes in the next one and even more holes in the next one. And there's all these holes in the ground in all these parks. And at the end, you see like a eyeball popping up in the from hole. one of the holes. <laughs> <laughs> The earth is watching you. Yeah. <laughs> alien alien eyeballs popping out of the earth. Um, okay, so then we had that one, and then we had Midnight Movie, which is like 
that one was different too. That one kind of stuck out. It was like different because it was more entertaining. There was more yeah. things going on. It was like taking footage from like old spider monster movies. Yeah. And splicing them in. But it didn't start out that way. I mean, it started no. out with, and now back to your original midnight movie, and it's like, it the, like end. the end, here's credits. the credits. Yeah. And so we watch all the credits, and I'm like, this is taking a really long time. I'm like, am I supposed to be trying to spell out things with these w- names? Like, I don't understand what's going on. There's all these names. And then it's like, and then to the our condolences to all the families for the people who passed away. And I then thought in- I missed something, because I was so confused when that happened. I was like, yeah. wait a minute. Do I? And then I was like, but I'm not rewinding. So. <laughs> right. So then they're like, oh, and then in memoriam, ran, I don't know how to say it, in memoriam. In memoriam. <laughs> all the people who died. Yeah, in memoriam. Thank you. I don't know why my brain's not working. I, I got where you were going. M- uh, mimosas. And then the <laughs> names start coming up. And then you're like, it's all the same names I just looked at. So literally everyone who worked on the film died. And so we're like, all right. So then this is a, and then we find out it's a movie um, from the aliens that killed a community and, and they made a movie about it and killed everyone. <laughs> so that was that. Giant and, spider monsters yep. came to the world. My worst and killed nightmare. everybody. So that's, that's spiders, Carly. How do you feel about the spiders? Hate it. Goodbye. <laughs> Okay, uh, then we have a city council meeting where we have two dudes making decisions about everybody, and I, everyone's tired of that, so yeah. let's just skip to the next one. <laughs> I was like, no, thank you. No one wants to care about that. Um, but we do find out that 58% of the budget is now being uh, being sourced towards uh, evacuations and also digging into the holes to find the aliens. The eyeballs. Which... Okay, why isn't big government involved in this? Wouldn't like it's the city. The city has to handle like their own Mulder parts. and Scully be more involved in this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, computer graphics. You said you watched, which was the most boring thing of all time. Oh my time. god! And that's probably why I didn't notice when I transitioned into anything else. All right. Well, I mean, I'll tell you what you lost okay. or what you missed. Uh, we watched then Oasis Greenhouse, where it's describing all the different plants in the area. Uh, and then we find out that there's also these alien plants that look like body parts and a giant Venus uh, flytrap that eats humans. Love that moment. Yeah. Uh, and then we have fire danger, which is like, hey, there's a controlled burn and a ceremony happening at three o'clock. Oh. Um, it was kind of like the Weather Channel, except it's just describing how like, oh, there's controlled fires happening and there's a ceremony and what's happening. And really, I think it was that they were burning the aliens because they were like hey evacuate gotcha um and then we had a week ahead which is the last one <sighs> fucking finally because i don't really recommend this one you guys um there is a festival on monday and they're like oh and it's uh it's uh twilight twilight uh, <laughs> no twilight um and they start naming the days Tri-Day, <laughs> because basically the aliens have taken over the community. Um, we have Tri-Day events, and we find out that humans need to stay in bed uh, at all times um, and th- wait until the aliens say it's okay to get out of bed, and then, you know, you can get out of bed. And then um, if you do get out, of- and you have to remove the letter three, or the number three from all of your house. Like, if you don't get rid of the letter, the number. I don't want to keep saying letter. The num- If you don't get rid of the number three from your house, the aliens will come and um, 
kill you, I guess. I don't know why. Okay. <laughs> and that's it. That's the event and the event died media center. No plot um, other than aliens come to Earth. And that's kind of what's similar. I mean, I think all of these have a tendency to not have a plot. It's really just like, this is what it would be like if you were watching TV and this is what was happening. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, but like not TV now, like TV back in the day. Yeah, but for some reason TV back in the day. Yeah. Um, let's move on to Gemini Home Entertainment, which I think is probably one of my favorites of this. Like if I was going to recommend the analog horror subgenre to someone, I would say maybe check out Gemini first and see if that's for you. Because it's the more it's it's analog horror in the more traditional sense. And then it, I think it's also the creepiest of the ones that we watched. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Do you want to intro this one? Sure. Um, so this is Gemini Home Entertainment, created by Remy Abode. Uh, the series length, it's 18 videos, um, re- ranging from two years ago to two months ago. We watched four of these videos. A little bit more about Remy. Um, they seem to be pretty private, so we'll keep it that way. <laughs> they have 184,000 subscribers. So I think that they should have more. I mean, considering the fact that, like, Local 58 is 518,000. Yeah, but like, he's also a more well-known director. It's true. It's true. But uh, still. Yeah. I mean, I think I was the most interested in watching these uh, videos because of I just enjoyed the names of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, I didn't get to watch all of them because I needed to prioritize my, um, your time, my, you yeah. got distracted by other analog horror, <laughs> got led astray by YouTube. <laughs> um, Fair. it happens to the best of us, but I did enjoy what I did watch. So we started with world's weirdest animals, um, <laughs> which is what it sounds like. It was a short about... Some of the weirdest animals that were living in Minnesota, I think. I think it was Minnesota. Yeah. Um, and yeah, these were just really well done. Yeah. I think. We see... Well, we learn something about actual animals first, which yeah. I always enjoy. Yeah. Uh, when there's a, an element of realness to it. We had that... Um, we had that a little bit with Eventide Media Center when we were learning about unusual architecture. Um, but it's kind of fun to extend that here with animals because we learn about greater prairie chickens, which have weird feathers that look like ears and uh, we learn about the burrowing owl which i didn't know was a thing uh, they don't live in trees they burrow in old like prairie dog holes and they're little cuties <laughs> they are little cuties and then we learn about wood crawlers yeah which are basically skinwalkers yeah <laughs> yes they are black stick bugs yeah so we have like these fun like sounds like this fun like music and here's the animals and they're doing funny things and here's some facts about the animals and then the music just stops and we're like and wood crawlers and it's scary 
And then you're like, wait a minute, that's not yeah. real. They go inside of homes with large families and you can hear their screaming until they steal their voices. And then um, they burn the bodies and then fake to be those people. And then you see kind of like there's someone hiding in the bushes, some brave soul hiding in the bushes taking pic- taking video mm-hmm. of these uh, quote unquote wood crawlers. <laughs> that uh, basically are um, some of the people are the woman is gliding through the room which is a little unsettling there's just like a man standing there like opening his mouth and closing it like trying to figure out how the body works Um, so kind of like fun I think it's creepy um, and effective and interesting and I enjoyed that one a lot actually I did too Um, I also liked camp information video yeah that's Um, the next one Yes, which is the second one that we watched. It's kind of, it's a short, it taking you through information about the, sh- like, the activities and accommodations. But then it also takes you through um, some of the mythos mm-hmm. of this family camp, which I thought was fun and actually engaging. Yeah, the mythos is in, like, 19, in the 1930s. Mm-hmm. Some strange, well-dressed, well-dressed men, men. <laughs> Came to camp every night and talked to the administration. And one night, the administration and these men made a deal. And then ever since then, there's been knocking on doors at night. And if you answer the door, you're dead. Yeah. So they were never seen again after that. Do not answer your door, basically. came back to murder. And then there was like, here's all the people that died because they answered their door. Mm -hmm. So don't answer your door. Otherwise, enjoy the archery and the hiking. Exactly. Good day, sir. So that was that one. Did you watch Games for Kids or no, you skipped it? I, yeah, I did not. I think you would like Games for Kids. That's a fun one, too. So Games for Kids is like, here's some games that you can play with your kids. Okay, the first game is hide and seek. Here's how you play at hide and seek. Um, then the, the next game is the next game is called Freeze Tag. And everyone knows how to play Freeze Tag. Here's how you play Freeze Tag. Then the next game is called Sardines, which I never heard of, but apparently is a real game <laughs> where it's like reverse hide and seek. Like there's one person that hides and everyone tries to find them. And when you find them, you hide with them. Oh, um, so there's that. And you keep trying to hide with them until everyone's hiding. And that's the end of the game. So I don't know how you win, but whatever. That's Sardines. It sounds fun, even though there's no winners. Sure. Uh, and then there's this game called Feed the Woods. Oh. And that's when you wait till your parents go to sleep. And then you sneak out into the woods with your friends. And uh, and the, you keep walking until you can't see the lights anymore. And then you scream really loud. That sounds safe. And then you feed the woods. And then they eat you? Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so that's that one. Goodbye, kids. <laughs> The game ends when the forest is fed. Okay. Yeah. Hey, we got to take care of Mother Nature. (laughs) You know? (laughs) I thought that one was kind of fun. That is Um, fun. So then we have that one. And then we have Home Invasion Help, which is like help for you, which you would think like at first when you're watching it, you're like, okay, here's what you do if a home invasion happens. But then you realize, no, it's a help for people invading your home. (laughs) And by people, I mean skinwalkers. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> it's specifically if you're a skinwalker, what to do to invade a home. Here's the people tend to lock their doors and windows. It's really difficult to break in. But if you throw something through a window, you can typically get in pretty easily. Uh, sometimes people have security systems, but a lot of times blunt force will just, you know, stop that from happening. You know, who and then loves once- analog horror, Justin yeah. Moore. Yeah, I think he would like that one a lot. Um, And then once you're in the house, here's what you do to like, you know, take over the brains of these people or the bodies of these people. So it's kind of like it's it's, you know, it's it's not it's clever. You know, it's fun because I think I like the skinwalker kind of direction this goes in um, because it's just a different I've never seen anything like it before. So I would say if you're interested in the analog horror subgenre i would i would watch gemini home entertainment um i think it's fun there's 18 videos we're only talking about four i haven't seen all of them i kind of want to like i'm i would like to watch more of this i like remy's take on analog horror i think it's more creative and they show just the right amount of things to keep it creepy um yes but still has that analog horror vibe where there's a lot of like clip art you know there's not a lot of like actual filming happening a lot of it's done on the computer um voiceovers computer voices uh clip art like it's not (laughs) you know it's not rocket science but there's but that really just you have to be creative to do it well and i think that they do it uh are creative enough to do it well totally it's Um, yeah it's super creative some other like um, things I would recommend if you're interested that we did not dig into at all. There is a series called Marble Hornets, which is basically about um, a college film student who had all these f- tapes he made and then he disappeared and his friend is going through them. So they're like out of order and you don't know what's happening and you have to kind of piece together what happened to this guy. Um, and there's another one called Equa. E-C-K-V-A, which is kind of a continuation of Marble Hornets that basically I think is credited towards kind of starting the analog horror um, thing. Oh, interesting. Um, I didn't dig into those too much. I think there's just a lot there. And I think picking out one or two videos to watch wouldn't necessarily give us enough. So I kind of just left it out. But I think if you're interested, it's probably I would recommend checking those out. So now we're going to move on to our last segment about the back rooms, which is basically what started this. Um, My boss actually sent me a video of the back rooms a few months ago and was like, hey, I thought of you. I want you to watch this. And I was like, "Okay, that's weird. I'm going to watch it. He knows I like horror. I've known him a long time. He sends me. So it's like a nine minute video. Okay, fine. I'll watch it. And I was, he's like, it's just really unsettling. It's not necessarily scary. It's just unsettling and weird. And, and I'm like curious how you feel about it. So um, I watched it and I was like, that's kind of cool. I think I sent it to you at two at the time, Carly, but I don't know if you watched it. I did now that you mention it. Yeah. I didn't remember that I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this series is created by a 16-year-old. His name is Kane Pixels. Um, probably not his real name. Um <laughs> He has 1.32 million subscribers um, and he has 10 videos with this Backrooms um, uh, series. And the first we watched, basically, we watched the first one and the last one. The first one is called Found Footage and it starts off with like 
young kid filmmakers making some kind of monster movie, yeah. which is kind of cute. And then it cuts suddenly, and you're in this weird, crazy office building maze. Like, <laughs> and this is all done digitally. Like, this kid is so fucking talented. Holy shit. Yeah, you can definitely tell, obviously, but, like, it's done in such a great way. Um that it really does create a really awesome backdrop. I couldn't tell at first. <laughs> Watching it on my phone, just like real quick, I couldn't tell at first. And then like once you start seeing really weird stuff, I'm like, yeah. I figured it out. But I was like, how did they get access to this empty office building? Yeah. No, the first <laughs> the first video is like nearly flawless. Yeah, it's really because there's no people. Yeah. I think once you start getting people involved it's a little bit more apparent because we know how human bodies move yes but creating the space itself yeah is really well done yeah it's just like some of the moving parts obviously aren't going to be as up to snuff which is understandable right. though but it gets um, the point across and like holy cow 16 that's insane yeah yeah so basically, he's suddenly whisked away into this office building. He has a camera because he was just filming this movie with his friends. And so he's just walking through this office space. So it's all from his point of view. Um, and then you notice this office space is getting weirder and weirder and weirder. There's like holes in the floor. There's like a hole in the wall that is like a tunnel that leads to another space. And there's like a little tiny crack in the wall that you can see through and there's all these it's basically like a maze of office rooms and it's got fluorescent lighting shitty wallpaper and carpet you know it's it's uh we've all been there <laughs> some of us more than others and so and but like as he's trying to f find a way out you know, he he finally is led to some there's some arrows written on the wall. OK, follow the arrows. And then we see a sign that says, you know, don't move. And then all of a sudden we hear like a roar or something. There is some kind of creature following him. So running, running, falling through holes and going into now we're in some kind of like. I don't know what this is. A factory, maybe? It looks like a factory. And there's, it's just, everything seems weird and doesn't make sense. Like, the office rooms will have, like, something that doesn't belong there. Yeah. Like a dumpster or something. Like, why is that dumpster there? Or why is this room just filled with file cabinets? Um, and it's, like, the idea of what humans live in. Um, so I like to think, and I think basically the idea of this... Um, is that he's basically brought up on a spaceship and they're mimicking Earth-like buildings for these humans to exist in, these Earth-like mazes for these humans to exist in that they take up into their spaceship. I like so, that idea because then he falls yeah. at the end. Yeah. So at the end, he's pushed out of the spaceship and falls to Earth and that's the end. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think because what after the, I watched the second one, there was like obviously like suggested videos of what to watch next. So yeah. like each of these videos like levels because that's what it looked like. It was like each level. 
Yeah, so there's different... Yeah, I don't know because I didn't watch a lot of them. Um, I think the other video we watched is, like, humans exploring the spaceship. Yeah. Um, I think the other... There's other ones where they're trying to find the missing kid, I think. But, yeah, there is a video, too, that kind of shows what the spaceship looks like. I didn't watch that one all the way through. Interesting. There's a total of 10 videos, and they're not shorter. These ones are, like, 15... 9... 10 to 15 minutes long yeah so they are longer we didn't watch as many but i will i would recommend this for sure because it's a really interesting take on analog horror it's very found footagey um but feels very nostalgic at the same time and i i appreciate that about it this was my second favorite yeah because it was just very captivating and very well done it it tells a story without really telling a story yes 100 um like, I knew Which what was great. going on without having yeah. seen all of the other 11 videos or whatever. Yeah. You know? So, in, in the next one we watched was Pitfalls. And that one is the newest one that came out. And that's when we have um, humans in yellow jumpsuits um, searching through this spaceship. And they have, like, a a rope with them so they don't get lost right because i think it changes so they have a rope with them and they're walking through and they come to this room that's just filled with holes it's just like a bunch of different holes and you can get to the other side but you have to walk carefully so you don't fall through one of the holes one guy just falls through a hole and that's who we follow <laughs> marv <laughs> obviously someone's gonna fall through a hole when you fall through a hole you really just go to another office room mm-hmm. but Getting back to where you were is going to be near impossible, right? So he falls and he keeps walking and then he comes to like outside somehow. But outside doesn't look like real outside. Right. There's like tunnels and a road and houses. And uh, he hears screaming like, help me, help me. Following the voices into this house. And there's like chains and like mm-hmm. I don't know something weird. And then we see the monster again. We see that creepy pasta man. That creepy the, pasta the man. Slender man. He's got like stilt hands. Yeah. Stilt arms. Yeah. And he's coming for you. So you better run. And uh, and that Marv character, did. Marv just yeah, ran. He made it. He made it. I would. My main complaint here is that all like the radio dialogue, I couldn't make it out. I had a hard time understanding like the dialogue that was happening um but I, otherwise i, I, I heard it. it but then did you notice he was coughing a lot i, I i'm kind of yeah. interested to see what happens next Same. what happened to marv he made it out but did he make it out because it kind of just ends he was coughing a lot he was coughing a lot did he get some kind of contagion yes i don't, we don't know. know we don't stay know. tuned <laughs> check out the back rooms though i would at least recommend watching found footage uh the first video of the series um there's nothing like it and it's it's amazing to think a 16 year old um came up with it uh super props to cane pixels can't wait to see what else you come out with kid keep doing it keep, keep doing going it. it's exciting exciting for sure yeah. so that's our analog horror episode was it as uh bad and weird as you thought it would be <laughs> A re- yes at the beginning <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was rough in the big be- it was a rough start i i probably should have ad- added some of the more interesting th- stuff at the beginning but to be fair i wasn't sure what was good and what wasn't sure we, um, we ended strong I- yes we started we a little rocky yeah 
So I would say, you know, Gemini, Gemini Home Video is a great place. Home Entertainment's a great um, channel to check out. And the Backrooms are a great channel to check out. Some of these other ones, there's some good stuff in there. And if you want to check it out, what we're describing sounds interesting to you. Check it out for sure. Um, But yeah, those are the ones that I like the most. I like it. That's it. We did it. That's it. We're done. That's all she wrote. No. We don't have to do it anymore. Huzzah! <laughs> do you want to spin this wheel, or do you have something you want to discuss first? Um, I'm trying to think of what I did. Okay. I haven't done anything. I saw no? Jurassic Park in the park. Exciting. And that was amazing, as you know, you can imagine. I can't. I can't even imagine how amazing it is. Guys, it was amazing. <laughs> um... I don't know if I've like watched anything. No. Oh, I haven't. Have you read anything? I started um so I finished the book that I was we were talking about last time. Oh yeah, how was it? It was uh it was good. I think the lady that it was about was like kind of a bee and so her story was like not my favorite, but I'm happy that I read it because it's interesting as you go along in the series to see how all of the pieces kind of fit together. Yeah. Um I started listening to an Audible exclusive about vampires called Impact Ooh. Winter, and it's kind of nice. done like a radio show. Ooh. Um, and I really like it. Um, that sounds so if good. if you have Audible, I definitely suggest checking it out. It's kind of like a post-apocalyptic, like they're on Earth, but like at some point something happened and like the sun went out and then like all oh. of these vampires emerges. Or nice. And there's, like, three different kinds of vampires, so it's not just, like, what we're used to as being vampires. There's, like, sure. one that's just very primal. They're almost kind of, like, vampire zombies. Okay. And then there's, like, a regular vampire, and then there's, like, the overlords. It's really wow. interesting. I really like the way that it's done so far. Cool. I don't have Audible anymore. Um, I got rid of it when I stopped driving all the time, because that's when I used it. Um, I read. I just read text now, for the most part. That makes sense. I listen to them when I'm cooking, usually. Oh, that that makes sense. That's yeah. nice. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'll check it out if and when I get Audible again. Sounds good. Um, I haven't been watching much. Um, I finished Tournament of Champions, which is the cooking show I've been watching, which was awesome. Can't wait for more seasons. I'm ready for it. Um, bring me all the cooking shows. <laughs> Um, and then, um, yeah, I haven't really been watching a lot of movies. My parents came to visit and I made them watch Jumanji, the new Jumanji. Oh my God, did they love it? They did. They liked it. It's so cute. I love that movie. (laughs) I figured like that would be, that's a good one to watch, you know, with your parents. Yes. You know? Um, and it's like funny and exciting and action-y and it's got all, it hits all the notes. It's perfect. I love it. So, but no, I haven't really watched anything new. I started watching The Batman, but I didn't make it through very far. (laughs) It's fine. It's It's three hours. Just take it. There's something about new Batman that's just not for me. I don't know what it is. Every, ever since like, I didn't like any of the newer ones. Any, like, and when I say newer, I mean within the last like decade. Sure. Like The Dark Knight. Yeah, like even the Dark Knight. Yeah, it's just not for yeah. me. I, I like a quirky Batman. You I like, don't like the dark, gritty Batman. Yeah, that makes sense. I want some Bam Kapows, <laughs> or I, like I want some like goofy villains. These like really dark villains. I don't. You would think as a horror fan, I would love that. 
it's just for me it's just too dark for and they're so long you know yes they are I, if i watch a movie that's that long i need something else i need like a it's like eating it's like eating a giant vat of mac and cheese like mac Ooh. and cheese is great no one likes mac and cheese more than me but you need to take a break with something <laughs> fresh you know i actually do know Maybe take a couple bites of salad every once in a while so that I don't die before I get to the end of the vat of mac and cheese. Because yeah. I can't stop eating the mac and cheese. <laughs> but I want to feel good at some point during this, you know, feast I'm sure. having. Sure. That makes sense. You know, a little bit of variety is nice. I just, and I feel like with horror movies, they tend to be shorter. That's why I don't like long horror movies, I think. Or I like comedic horror movies. Or I like horror movies that have more going on than just dread. And these Batman's movies are just like, let's just throw shit on you for three hours. And I'm like, I don't want to be shit on for three hours. Thanks. <laughs> and I'm Thanks. like, yes, let's do this. I mean, that's fine. It's just not for me. No, I it's know. It's just not for me. Yeah. Um, I need a little more. I need a little more. I, I didn't. Gotcha. And I don't like anybody. Like, I don't. I just like, who am I supposed to be rooting for in this situation? Alfred. He's the only one. <laughs> for sure it's only about alfred <laughs> give me a movie just about alfred and i'll be into it he's a treasure um okay so yeah i tried i, I failed i might finish it i just i needed a break I it was you. too late and i was like i can't keep doing this <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay let's spin this wheel let's do it so this wheel has the most things on it it's ever had in the history of a wheel. I'm excited. It's got so many things. And usually I double up. Like there's a way you can add everything like twice on the wheel. And I have everything single and it's really still very full. Okay. So I'm excited. It can really like half these movies. I don't even know what they are. I love it. It's the so best. We're, it's really a crapshoot. <laughs> we're really putting our trust in the wheel. All knowing wheel of terrors. Please tell us what to watch next week. Okay. Whoa. Okay, so this is up to you. Do we okay. want to jump off with a double feature on the wheel? Uh, or do we want to do we want to do a single single? I mean, it is up to the wheel, I guess. Okay, if you want to go with what the wheel said. How do you feel about it? I'm not against it. Okay. Cuz it's been a while. Yeah. 28 days later oh. and 28 weeks later. Oh. Double feature. I'm into this, actually. Okay. All right. All right. So should we double check? They're still streaming. (laughs) Yeah. 28 Days Later is on HBO. Okay. And 28 Weeks Later is also on HBO. Oh, okay. It's HBO double feature. Yeah. I watched I watched both of these um, in high school, maybe or college, perhaps. I don't know what years it was, but um, yeah. It's been okay. a really long time since I've seen these. There are like a handful of scenes. Well, I remember 28 Days Later, later a, a lot better than I remember 28 Weeks Later. Same. I've seen that one more. Yeah. For so sure. interesting. Okay. I don't think I've watched this in over a decade. Holy cow. Almost two decades, maybe. It might be oh two decades. Oh my gosh. I'm like, so I just looked up it on Just Watch, obviously, to grab it. Rose, yeah. this is 28 weeks later because it's the last one that I looked. Rose Byrne is in it. Um, I knew oh. Imogen 
Poots was in it. Um, what? Really? But yeah, she's like the main, uh, the main girl. Who else? Idris Elba is in it. What? Jeremy Renner is in it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I had no idea. How crazy. They were like nobodies then. Yeah. This is going to be a fun watch. Oh, interesting. Okay. All right. We're, we're, we're doing, doing this. it. Thanks, Wheel. Yeah. Thanks, All Knowing Wheel. The and we're we only taking us. up one piece of the pie. So it's still going to be a very full wheel a next week. A meaty wheel. <laughs> it's a very meaty wheel. <laughs> Thank you, all-knowing wheel. We will um, we will uh, continue with your suggestions. Yes, we will. All right. I think that's it. All right. Thank you for joining us for our Analog Horror Special. And join us next week when we do our 28 Days Later and 28 Weeks Later double feature. Until then, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. <laughs>